Welcome to Propel Podcasts. I'm Elena, and in today's episode, we're going to talk about fruits and vegetables and how to get the most out of them. We're also going to discuss how eating them more often can be beneficial for your health in many ways. Most people know fruits and vegetables are good for you. This is nothing new, but some of the information I may share with you today will hopefully surprise you and inspire you to eat more fruits and vegetables and maybe even have you thinking about taking a more plant-based eating approach. One of the first things I'm going to ask you to do, though, is to ditch the all or nothing mentality. This goes not only for what we're going to discuss today, but translates across anything nutrition related. We're so inundated on a daily basis with the idea of a perfect diet that will transform us and ensure we lose weight or add years to our life. But really, how practical is this? Who has the same day over and over again? No one. So instead, focus on small, simple steps to help you reach your nutrition goals. Set yourself up for success by setting small goals rather than trying to change everything all at once. And most importantly, give yourself grace for the days you don't meet your goal or have things that come up that alter your plans. Let it be, let it go, and instead start the next day with the mindset that you're going to work again to achieve those small goals. By simply eating more fruits and vegetables, it really can transform your life in so many ways. There's also so much more discussion and research around the benefits of plant-based eating and plant-based meals that it's a wonderful time to really explore the options that you have. So today we're going to talk about what counts as a serving of fruits and vegetables, the health benefits of fruits and vegetables, why and how we can eat seasonally, easy ways to incorporate fruits and vegetables into your diet, ways to prepare them healthfully, and some reliable resources that you can use in addition to the Propel uh, platform. Before we talk about servings, let's put away the stigma that certain fruits or vegetables are bad for you. All fruits and vegetables can be consumed healthfully when done so in moderation, just like anything else. Again, removing the all or nothing approach. While I always promote a whole food first approach, that's not always practical. So if you can only consume your fruit in a frozen option, go for it. There's no wrong way. Just be sure to limit or avoid the added sugars and salts that can sometimes be found in fruits and vegetable juices or canned and dried fruits. And if you have any comorbid conditions such as diabetes or other conditions where a more personalized nutrition plan is appropriate, be sure to talk with a registered dietitian or your physician about how to appropriately include fruits and starchy vegetables into your meal planning. So in general, one cup of fruit or a quarter cup or of 100% fruit juice or a quarter cup of dried fruit can be considered a serving from the fruit group. At least half of the recommended amount of fruit should come from whole fruit rather than juice. In general, one cup of raw or cooked vegetables or half cup of vegetable juice can be considered one serving from the vegetable group. How much you need is going to vary based on age, height and weight, activity level, and gender. Find the right amount you should be consuming by going to myplate.gov, or for more personalized counseling, you can connect with a registered dietitian through eatright.org. All fruits and veggies count. For fruit, we're talking about berries, melon, apples, oranges, pears. For vegetables, we talk about dark leafy greens, such as kale, spinach, collard greens, red and orange vegetables, such as peppers, beans, peas, and lentils, even our starchy vegetables like sweet potatoes, corn, and peas. 
I mentioned just earlier about using frozen or even canned. Those can be wonderful options as well, especially if it's a fruit or vegetable that's not in season, but you wanna include it in your meal plan. While looking at canned options, just be sure to read the label and choose varieties that are packed in their own juice, unsweetened, or have no added sugar. Especially if it's a fruit that's or vegetable that's not in season, but you want to include it. Dried fruits can also have added sugars, so consume these in moderation. I like to use them as a topper, adding them into trail mix, or oatmeal or on salads. Not only are frozen fruits and vegetables more convenient and longer lasting than their fresh alternatives, they're frozen at peak ripeness, so they taste amazing and have excellent nutritional value. However, it's important to read the ingredient list to make sure there are no, no additional ingredients such as oil, salt, sugar, or additives. Frozen foods can be incorporated into any meal plan and benefit so many individuals in terms of cost savings, availability, and increasing nutri nutrient intake. They provide a convenient way to incorporate foods from every food group into our diet and allow us to save time without the extra cleanup. So in general, fill half your plate with fruits and vegetables to help meet your nutrition goals. Now let's talk about the benefits of fruits and vegetables. There are numerous health benefits to consuming fruits and vegetables of all varieties. They provide vital nutrients for the body to maintain good health, including potassium, dietary fiber, folate, vitamin A, and vitamin C. Eating foods high in potassium, such as sweet potatoes, leafy greens, beans, and more, may also help maintain healthy blood pressure levels. Eating those fruits and vegetables high in fiber, along with an overall healthy eating meal plan, can help reduce cholesterol and even potentially lower the risk of heart disease. Fiber is also great to help you feel full and more satisfied without overeating. Fruits and vegetables are generally low in fat and calories when prepared healthfully. They're also nutrient dense. Nutrient dense foods provide calories that have purpose and benefit and provide wonderful nutritional value. Another important perk of fruit and veggies, they contain what we call phytonutrients. Phytonutrients are disease-fighting nutrients found only in plants. They help to stimulate the immune system and reduce inflammation. In general, the deeper the color, they may have even more nutrients and disease-fighting properties. So take blueberries, for example. Dietitians call it a superfood for a reason. They pack tons of nutrients in a small punch. So let's review the benefits of fruits and vegetables. They help boost our daily fiber intake, helping you feel full. They stimulate the immune system and help reduce inflammation. They aid in weight management by being naturally low in calories. They add color, texture, and appeal to your plate. They're portable, easy to prepare, and available in a variety of forms. So now that you know what they are and what they do, let's talk about how to get them into your meal plan. We talked earlier about we talked earlier about the options of frozen and fresh. Let's talk about how to eat fresh while also considering your budget. So seasonal food is produce that's purchased and eaten around the time it's harvested. You may ask yourself, why does it matter if I eat seasonally? It's very similar to the same reason mentioned earlier about frozen fruits and veggies. Eating fruits and vegetables in season is fresher, tastes better, and may also be less expensive than when they're not in season. You can find seasonal produce at your local grocery store, as well as local farmers markets, as well as through CSAs, which is Community Supported Agriculture. Finding seasonal fruits and vegetables can also be friendlier on your wallet, especially when you want to buy fresh. Know what's in season in your area by reaching out to local farmers 
Or you can go to seasonalfoodguide.org to find out what is in season in your area. It's also helpful to know the varieties that are readily available to you. Onions, lettuce, cabbage, spinach, and root vegetables are all readily available. Apples, bananas, and oranges are often pretty inexpensive fruits and readily available as well. So when in doubt and you want to stay budget friendly, look for the readily available options or try frozen or canned. There are numerous ways to incorporate fruits and vegetables into your diet so that you're more likely to eat them as well as your family. Take fruit for lunch. It's an easy way to have a sweet at lunch, but also consume a fruit serving during the day. Top sandwiches and salads with a variety of veggies to pack a nutritional punch. Bell peppers, cucumbers, avocado, and hummus are just a few examples that can be added to both. Try vegetables at breakfast by making an omelet with diced veggies such as mushrooms, spinach, onions, tomatoes, or peppers. Or have avocado to toast with a side of fruit. My family and I keep fruit on the counter and it never goes bad. When it's sitting out, my kids tend to reach for that before anything else. Prep ahead of time. Take time at the beginning of the week to chop veggies so that they're ready for upcoming meals and you're more likely to use them and they won't go to waste. Meal planning is a whole other conversation, but it's also very important to implement, especially when you're trying to eat healthfully and stay on a budget. Other tips for implementing fruits and veggies in your diet, buy frozen fruits and veggies and have those on hand in case you run out of fresh produce or don't want to go back to the grocery store. Top your morning cereal or oatmeal with bananas, apples, blueberries, or peaches. Select fruit as your portable snack. Incorporate apples, pears, and cranberries into your salads. Buy pre-washed salads with baby carrots and tomatoes to bring to lunch. Buy canned vegetables. They won't spoil quickly and are easy to always have in the house. Make sure you try and grab the low sodium or the no salt added varieties. Rinse and drain them well and they're good to go. Easy ways to prepare fruits and veggies. Get creative and try different cooking methods. Cauliflower may not be appealing on its own, but roasting it or using it in a soup or even substituting for rice are some great ways to use it. You may not like a baked sweet potato, but try dicing it and roasting it in the oven with some olive oil and herbs, maybe a little bit more appetizing. Experiment with fruits and vegetables by trying some of these methods we talk about. So baking sweet potatoes, you can slice them and make baked sweet potato fries. Try peaches baked for a sweet treat or just a baked potato for lunch. You can boil diced or crushed tomatoes in a veggie or chicken broth for the base of a soup. You can boil apples and add lemon, lemon juice and cinnamon and mash it up for homemade applesauce. Steam a vegetable medley and season with some herbs. Use the vegetables served over whole grain rice and grill or bake your fish or other lean protein. Stir fry some frozen veggies with, with some seasonings and some low sodium soy sauce, whole grain rice and lean chicken. One of my favorites recently is roasting Brussels sprouts. I just add some olive oil, a dash of salt and pepper, and sometimes we add a little bit of grated Parmesan cheese. With the weather starting to warm up in many areas, now is a great time to use your grill for a meal. Make kebabs with mushrooms, bell peppers, and onions. Wrap corn on the cob or other veggies in some foil with seasonings. There's lots of ways to bring out the flavor of fruits and vegetables on the grill. Even for dessert, grill your pineapple or peaches. It's delicious. In addition to the methods we just talked about, adding uh, fruits and vegetables into soups, stews, salads, smoothies, and frittatas are easy way to get those veggies in. 
If you need additional resources, we're going to talk about some of those now. So in addition to the information you'll find on your well-being portal, eatright.org is a great resource for nutrition information as well as finding a registered dietitian to speak with. MyPlate.gov has recipes, tips, and resources on healthy eating. SeasonalFoodGuide.org that I mentioned earlier has tips on seasonal produce. A really neat tool is also called the Real Food Encyclopedia, foodprint.org. It has tips on shopping for produce, how to cook the produce. Um, so if you're trying a new fruit or vegetable, it's a great tool. All of this information, though, is just information until you use the information to take action. So some tips for success. One of the biggest things I, I can give you as far as advice goes is to plan and prepare. It saves so much time and effort in the long run. And try something new. You never know when you'll like something different or prepared in a new way. It takes us at least five to seven times to try a fruit or new fruit or vegetable before sometimes we like it, especially for kids. So when appropriate, appropriately planned, all dietary approaches can be helpful. Remember, it's not about perfection. It's about progress. Set yourself up for success by having an accountability partner or team to help you. Let them know what you're trying to accomplish. Keep it real with yourself and your team to help you reach your goals. If it's helpful, track your progress. Keep a journal, use the tracker, any way you can help keep yourself accountable until that habit has really set in. Set realistic goals. You can never say this enough, but make sure whatever you're trying to accomplish, you keep in mind the goals need to be realistic for your lifestyle. If you currently struggle to eat one vegetable a day, it's not realistic to set a goal to try and eat five servings a day. Do what's realistic and set yourself up for success by having those items on hand and ready. Find the positives. Enjoy what you eat. Take inventory of your accomplishments each week, even if they seem small. If you finally tried a new vegetable, maybe you liked it, maybe you didn't. And you maybe need to try it a different way, but at least you're exploring new ways to add variety into your meals. Making the choice to eat well is not a daily task, but it's a mindset and a way of life. I hope you find this to be helpful and have enjoyed sharing this time with you today. Make sure to log your attendance in the tracker under the wellness category with the activity name Propel Podcasts. Thanks for listening to today's episode and from everyone here at Propel, be well.